This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Thursday. I am so excited to be joined in studio with a kind of fresh face, you know, a youngin, a Gen Zer. How old are you? 20. <clears throat> redacted. 20. 27. Oh, okay. You're kind of like a Gen Z. Yeah, we're like kind of young, yeah. us, yeah. like kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's Connor Wood, also known as Fibula, but I like to call him the Fibs. Does anybody call you that? Fibs? Yeah, everybody. Everybody oh. does. Oh. So much so that they don't know that I have a name. Honestly, Which, I did. I knew your name was Connor. I had no idea what your last name was. Yeah, it's tough because people are like, Who, who's coming? Connor Connor I didn't know Wood. your name was Connor. That's kind of how I feel. Like, girl, yeah. no job, Claudia. Like, turd. 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 Trudy. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Well, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I'm also, I'm also scared. You should be. Yeah. This is like a lot of expectation. I fully expect you. I want you to be hilarious, smart, funny, intrepid. Rattle it off. Yeah. Everybody does. I had people texting me from past lives. Like I, like I had ah. won the lottery because they had heard about this and right. they're reaching out. Hey, I know we haven't talked, but I just wanted. I I felt like Justin Bieber when his dad reached back out right, when right. he when he hit fame. Love that. It was it's been it's been a journey. I had people coaching me this morning. My cousin texted me like, "Are Here's you fresh? You. Like you should be up. It was six a.m." I'm like, I don't. You know, it's just a short short drive. Did you um, read up on the stories? Are you? Oh yeah. Tell me like your your um, interest in pop culture levels. I'm interested in pop culture and at, at any level. At yeah. any level, I and love I, that. I did get. I don't know if this is behind the scenes stuff, but I did get to check out the stories. Yes, I wanted to give you like a fair, a fighting shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was scared. I was like, I need to, I need to be a little prepped because you can get torn up. 100%. If you're not prepped, you can get torn up if you're not prepped, and you could also get torn up if you have like a bad take on pop culture. You know, happens to us all the time. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. We're gonna have a great time. <laughs> and I have to say, I was really shocked. So many people were not shocked, but you know. No, no, no. Keep going. Delighted that so many people were so excited. You have your own podcast, Brooke yeah. and Connor make a podcast that people love, and they're so excited for the crossover. But you know, we have a very wide, vast audience, and not everyone might be familiar with your work. And I feel like even I, like, where did you come from? Like, how did you get started? I know you from TikTok. I know you from Instagram. I think we met through Aaron and Carly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've only met like twice. Tell me, who is Fibs? Who is Fibs? And where does Fibula come from? It's the name of a bone, correct? It's it is yeah. It's a bone in your leg. I just learned that you actually don't even need it. Wow. Which was like an interesting. It's kind of very you. It was kind of very like a therapy topic almost. Like <laughs> oh, you don't you don't need the bone. And I was like, there's no way you don't need a full bone in your leg. You don't. You but like where in the leg? Shin? It's behind your this one in your shin. When I think of Fibula, I of course think of the Bone Song from Hannah Montana. Do you mind um 
walking me through the bone song. Then comes the tibia. That ain't no fibula. Matching up the holes. And then um, and now I'm up to my knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the patella to me. We're doing the bone dance. Did you watch Hannah Montana growing up? I did, yeah. I had a little sister too. I would oh. watch it anyways, but I had a little sister. So I, yeah, I've got all the everything down. Um, so everyone started calling fibula, fibula when? During college. Yeah, I changed um, it during college because, you know what's funny? So during college, I used to go to this music festival, and I wanted Instagram followers. I was like, of course. I was clout hungry from birth. I so appreciate your honesty. Yeah. I am Claudia Ashley, the crazy, beautiful life of an Instagram thirst monster. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about embracing the thirst. Yeah, you have to. I mean, it's, it's who we it's are. It's the way. But, um, so I wanted an easy Instagram name that I could say one word, you know, Love. at music festivals. Um, and my, my friends, I had the Justin Bieber haircut mm-hmm. and they would all run up to me and be like, can we get a picture? Can we get a picture? So that we could pretend that I was on Wizards of Waverly Place on Disney Channel and we would go to the front of the Justin the Bieber was not on Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah. I, I, later on, I was like, oh, how did that work ever? <laughs> you know, when I was younger, a lot of people actually thought I was Snooki mm-hmm. and I used to get approached on the street. For pictures all the time. All the it time. was the same thing. Yeah, it was like you can kind of convince people of anything if if you run up to someone for a picture. That's like kind of one of the lessons of like adulthood. You realize like people are so dumb. They're so dumb. And if you're smart, you're just kind of winning. You are, but I kind of wish I was a little bit more dumb. It seems so nice and I relaxing. Like blissful ignorance is a real it's thing. It's so true. Yeah. I feel like you were smart in high school and college. I was. You were, right? It was a falling you go off to college? Point. I went to UT Austin, Texas. Oh, fun. Yeah, it Hook was amazing. Em. Hook them. Hook them, y'all. Hook em. You're so close. I know. But I'll I take that. <laughs> Hook them. The coyotes. I knew it. You give like smart energy. Like not nerd, but like annoying smart. Well, oh. I you forgot, forgot to moisturize today? on my face, yeah. Oh. Don't worry, our cameras aren't that high, high Great. quality. Nobody's no zoom in. No one's going to see. Um, I also texted right before, as I was walking upstairs, do you guys have a steamer? Because I looked yeah. down, I was like, oh, I didn't A little even... disheveled. Yeah. Are you hungover? No. It's not the best. It's... It's better than drinking, which is so... Oh, my uh, God. It's better than drinking. You wake up you wake up, and you look at people that went out, and you go, you guys are losers. No, like, get your life together. Freaks. The way I'm, like, so... Like, when I'm not hungover, I'm like, oh my God, you're literally a slob. God. And then when it's me, I can't fathom. God complex. Okay, I feel like we've gone on a we million have. tangents. So, you're... Were, you were called Fabula in high school, yeah. college. I'm so jealous, by the way, that you had a nickname in college. All I ever wanted growing up was like a cool nickname. I tried to get people to call me like Juicebox. It didn't take. And that's why I'm so like leaning into my Turdy Lou nickname, which was like just born how nicknames are born naturally. Yeah, yeah. why Juicebox? Well, I... I missed that. I, I don't know if that's common knowledge. No, it... I, I wanted a nickname and I thought Juicebox was cool. So I was like, here cool. to, from here to four, please refer to your girl as Juicebox. And not one person did. Doesn't work like that. You can't. You can't make your own nickname. You yes, can't manufacture a nickname. Like guys, chains. Right. You can't buy those. They have to come to you. They in have a, to be gifted. In a gift, or you find it on the street. Right. 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 And right. In, in a, a gift from God. So when did you start content creating? Um, on accident during COVID. Oh. I got laid off of. I've, I've been laid off of every job I've ever, you know, laid off or or forcefully. Because removed. everyone was like so threatened by your talent. It must have been that, <laughs> I guess. Um, no, it wasn't that. It was because I was bad at my jobs. What was the job? Um, I worked at Bumble for a while, no right way. outside of college. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, and then after that, I went to Bird, the scooter company, on the marketing team. I love Bird. I wish I had it in the city. Like when I'm in like Europe, I'm you're gonna catch me zooming. You know how many people would be dead this morning on birds? I know. It is so fun that you forget that you're moving at like 30 miles an hour. And actually, I was hit by a vehicle in Portugal while on a 
a bird <laughs> and thankfully I'm okay. But I do understand the risk. I got hit by a bird so hard. Somebody on the bird hit you? No. You were on no, the bird? No, I was on the bird. I got okay. hit by a, a Toyota Corolla. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. Which is like, no, that's like the car you want to get hit by. Mm, no, because like if I'm thinking insurance, I want to get hit by a Bentley. I wasn't because it was my fault. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. Okay, then it's definitely a Camry. Um, well, I want to get hit by a G-Wagon and I'll yeah, just smush against the... Oh, Bentley would be better. Yeah. Or honestly, like I feel like really wealthy people actually travel around in like big Cadillac Escalades, a Lincoln Navigator, a Chevrolet Suburban. Something more subtle. Yeah. 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 Um, quiet luxury. Quiet luxury. Okay, we're going on a thousand. Hit that tangents. bird. Sorry. So you got laid off. I got. Well, I, I want to say really quick on the yeah. on the on the bird thing. I have to show you my bruise when we get offline. I don't know if you want to put this bird? in the visual. Oh no, from getting hit by the car. I got hit by this car. I was in the air for so long that I actually had time to be like. Oh, I'm still in the air. Wow. This is incredible. I brought it up during my interview at Bird once. They didn't oh, like no. respond right away. And so I was like, oh, they probably didn't hear it. Second time, th then I figured out like they Maybe don't want to hear that. Of course not. They probably thought you were like a mole about to serve them with papers. And I was like leveraging my lawsuit against them so they would like right, hire like me. threat. Yeah, no, I'm just, was, just thought sharing. it was funny. Just sharing. Thought it was funny. Classic. Like <laughs> people are like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I'm like, no, 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 it was funny. Classic fibs. Classic fibs. So yeah, people started, started calling, oh no, fibs because of uh, the Instagram. And then during COVID started posting on TikTok. And I didn't have that, like, I wasn't like the- Emily the, Mariko. I'm not the mayonnaise guy. You right. know, like- You don't have a thing. It was just like very slow growth and they kind of got bigger and bigger. And then I started talking to the camera. And then I was like, oh, I can like do, do this, this full time. So how long were you content creating before you like fully quit your job and did I was fired. I was totally oh, unemployed. Right. I was actually, I applied to 57 jobs. Wow. Weirdly couldn't get one. Shocking. I thought you were know. smart. Weirdly because of that gnarly digital footprint that was like, right. that was sweeping the globe. Right. <laughs> um, I couldn't uh, get any responses. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, this is, this is fine. Um, then I finally was like, I guess I can lean into this until it goes away. Right. And it hasn't yet. Do you have any wood in the studio? Yeah, this, yeah. always. I love this. to knock on wood. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's, That's fabulous. Good. And so now it's you're full-time content creating. You have your own podcast. Podcast, yeah. Are you here for Fashion Week? On accident. Tell, oh, so you, you're not, you didn't fly in for Fashion Week events. You just, were, what are you in town for? Um, I came in. We went to the Hansons last weekend. Oh, fun. I sent you a picture. I, was, I, 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 met, I ran into Joey, Joey Camasto. yes. Yeah. He's the best. He is the best. He's really one of a kind character. He is, and it was like, there was no learning curve with him. It was like I walked, and he's like, hey, I love you. I was like, I don't know. Do you think I'm someone else? But he's exactly the same person in real life that he is yeah. on social media yeah. and his podcast, which is so refreshing. It's, it was awesome. Like, I had such a great time. I ended up like, I was like, oh, all my friends left. I'll just hang with Joey. Yeah, well, I was, I was talking to him for so long. I just like got distracted. Um, he's and the best. It was, it was awesome. But the Hamptons were great. Um, I, I left... I have this goal. I have a birthday coming up, and I have this goal. I wrote down a list of attainable goals this year. Okay, I love that. Um, I hope being on very, the toast was one of the them. To I mean, this was this would have been not an unattainable goal to oh, me. I'm being serious. Stop. You're fibbing. I, no, I'm being dead ass. <laughs> and um, so I made attainable goals this year. One is to watch The Sopranos. Oh, like, you know, that's a good one. I haven't watched it. I haven't either. And I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of conversation. But let me tell you how TikTok ruins everything because I've literally seen the very last scene of The Sopranos, which is apparently like this huge, like, it's like a Scorsese moment. You're supposed to like extrapolate what it yeah, means. Yeah, yeah, I literally like saw it and watched somebody like give their whole take on it. So like, I know what happens. Why'd you, 
You should just Because I was like, I'm on. never going to watch The Sopranos. It sucks because every time we give a spoiler alert on like a show that came out like 15, 17 years ago, we get a text say, I was going to watch that tonight. Okay. No, that, you weren't. That happens you weren't to gonna us watch it all tonight. the time. Like I'm watching Suits right now, yeah. which is from 2016. You and every single person. I, I, I need to watch Suits too. You, by the way, you do. It's literally the Attainable show. goal. Attainable goal. Yeah. Um, and what is like the social etiquette rules on speaking about a show that's 10 years old? Uh... You had your chance. You had your chance. Like, okay, when we recap, like, The Bachelor or things that are currently on Love Island, like, okay, I understand. I'm not going to give yeah, a spoiler. Yeah, and yeah. I'll be, I'll do a big spoiler alert. I'll say skip the next couple of minutes of the podcast. But if I'm literally re-watching something, like, what was I watching? People were like, I can't believe, like, Young Sheldon. <laughs> no. Like, you're kidding no. me. The show premiered six There's years ago. There's a statute of limitations where you can talk about a show. Also... If you can skip, like you have the option to not watch the end of The Sopranos. Right. Same thing here. So true. It's tough. So your goals, you were saying. My goals. So one of them, you know, is watch that Sopranos. And then one of them is to start f putting away my clothes if I'm in a location for more than one day. Mm, not Hang them up. The suitcase. Put them in the dresser. So it's when you mature. change and stuff, you're not, you don't end up having a inevitable pile of clothes on your suitcase. Mm -hmm. I did it this weekend in the Hamptons. I did it. I did it. And I was, like, I just, it changed. It was like not drinking and waking up not hungover. I was like, oh, I'm God. You didn't know how you ever traveled? No. Not like I was like, it's, I live in this home momentarily, at right. least in this time. Um, and then I left the Hamptons and I was like, unpacked in my suitcases. Fresh. Is fresh because I didn't unpack the whole dresser. I was right. like, I forgot to. So I left half of my clothes there in oh, the dresser. No. So sometimes your goals can bite you back in the ass. Bite, bite your ass. I was actually going to ask if you left anything. That's true. Something Sometimes like spreading all your clothes out in a facility, whether it's a hotel or an Airbnb, it's nice, but it's not feasible for packing that shit back up. It's not. And I was thinking, I would gas at myself. I'm like, maybe I just packed better on the way out, which oh, is never the case. No, of course not. So you had so much extra space. It's so much. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is zipping. Usually I have to kind of wrestle my suitcase like a Steve Irwin style of gator course. wrestle his gator down rest in peace and may he rest may he rest anyways I feel like we did it again we did it again did... we're kind of like tangent girlies me and you oh my god I, I do this so you were content creating <laughs> I do this on every podcast you know, I no feel... it's good it's good it's fun it's fresh it's a way to keep the conversation flowing facts so you're in New York that's what you were saying you met yes. Hamptons you met Joey I'm getting it and you just happened to be here during fashion week will you be attending any fashion week events yes okay that's so exciting I came and I was like I'm here for the week I have no plans. I'm gonna make some damn TikToks. Of course. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. All of a sudden, every single moment of every day has filled up. I'm late to everything. Okay, that's like annoying. I don't have any clothes because they're in the Hamptons. I'm having to run to Soho every ten minutes. You gotta go to uh, Zara Men's. Has good stuff. I'm sprinting back and forth to Uniqlo. Uniqlo, you're I'm so Uniqlo. It's a good store, and there's you know no what? label, there's no brand on anything. I know, I like that, but you know, I've actually, I've never purchased anything at Uniqlo except maybe one time I bought like some ski pants or something. It's, it has, every, they, have, they everything. have everything. It's huge. And would you say Uniqlo is your favorite store? I'm, I'm having a, I'm having a bit of a Uniqlo moment, moment in time. Yeah, love that. It's nice. I like it. It's like thermals. Right. Quiet luxury. Quiet it's luxury. It's really cheap. I love that but, for you. Yeah, it's great. Well, you look great. Thank you. Very podcast appropriate attire. Thank you. It's all I had left, so I just worked out. And would you say that the wrinkles on your shirt are from the poor packing or the unpacking in the hotel room? Uh, the wrinkles are, are just like a conglomerate of everything that's happened to me. I don't know how people don't have wrinkle in their clothes, and honestly. I know. And like, you, I'm going to show up wrinkly, and I, I still, I have a, like a handheld steamer at home that I love, and I steam everything, like, when I go to an event, and between getting at, in and out of the Uber, just, like, being me, I will show up wrinkly. Like, how do people not? 
Turd Wrinkleton, the third. Turd Wrinkleton, <laughs> the third. Thank you for kind of elaborating on my nickname. You of don't know how much course. it means to me. And like my inner child. Of course. I'm so happy to do it. I, I meant to say my, my nickname in college was not Fibs. Oh. That was more my name. My nickname was Cooter for some reason. It's a terrible Which nickname. was tough. That was a tough pill to swallow, but it comes... At, I feel God like gives you your nickname. All I, I had good no choice. nicknames come from some embarrassing, like bad story, like skid marks. You know, something like that. <laughs> right? Speaking of skid marks, speaking of skid marks, we actually do have a story today about skid marks that I will do my best to like not vomit through. I didn't talk about it yesterday because like I honestly didn't want to talk about it, but today there was like limited stories, and we are going to be talking about the Delta duty gate. Okay. And we are going to be talking about, on another note, the U.S. Open. You and I both went last night. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a good time? Should we talk about it when we get there? We I, should, because I the could, weather is a factor. That tangent could go That tangent on could and go. On. Well, let me ask you a question. You're here during the most demonic, satanic heat wave. And people on my Instagram I was posting today, they're like, it is technically like 87 degrees, which, yes, I know in Phoenix it's 105. And they're like, well, if you can't handle that, don't move to Phoenix. I wasn't. I wasn't going to move to Phoenix, but tell me it, it doesn't feel like 110 degrees. Like there's no way it's 85. Why are we constantly in a battle about who's experiencing the worst so things? True. It's not a competition. It's not. It sucks here. It sucks. So bad. So bad. I am sweating right now. I, and by and the way, the air conditioning is here. on in here. And yeah. I closed the blinds today because once the sun pours in, like we're done. I was staying at the Marlton Hotel and I, they I said- you say that? No, okay. I'm trying to get them to pay me to say that. <laughs> you're doing a good job. I saw, you, I saw your TikTok about the water pressure. It's it's going bonkers, kind of. Water pressure is like a really big deal in hotels, in life, but especially in hotels. Well, I think... What? We can cut this. I think the shower's broken. But, oh, but I we're liked not cutting it. it. We're not... Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they reposted it on their story. So you think it's not meant to be that? No, and I'll tell you why. Because mm -hmm. I had a room the night before where I was out all day, I said, I need to get it in this AC, in these crisp hotel sheets, mm -hmm. nothing better. Mm -hmm. And I, I get up there and it's, I go, it's the same temperatures outside in here. Oh. I, I call, I'm like, please, this can't, be, this can't be my life. This can't be my reality. And they're like, we'll come up and check. They come up and check, no, it's just hot, it's hot outside and that's how hot it is in this room. I go, I can't do it, I can't. you gotta help me, please, you have to help me. Yeah. They moved me to a different room, and the which shower. is nice. And the shower was different, yeah. Mm, I like. I, I preferred it. It was nice. It would have killed like an old person. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm a young person, and it's about to. Yeah, it hit me hard. So, Fibs, are you ready for like your big first moment on the toast with the Fast Five stories? Woo! I'm so ready. I'm All excited. All right. Here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. Today's episode of The Toast is brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create a plan that gives you options so you get an affordable price. And it comes with a lot of benefits, like the coverage you want, a policy that helps cover what's important to you, and an affordable price just for you. Because after all, life is just better when you can personalize your experiences. So think about it like this. What do your music playlists, podcast feeds, and social media scrolls all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you. And we all know that my social media is full of right now lots of tennis, because I'm kind of in like my tennis girl era. And I've also ended up on like Manjaro TikTok, which is just exciting and, you know, interesting. And it's a reflection of me. So that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common too. It gives you almost, it gives you options that you can personalize your coverage with so you can protect yourself and what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. So you can see more of yourself reflected in everything that you love, which is kind of a dream, you know, just between you and I. 
So, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What I love about the State Farm personal price plan is like it really is so customizable and personal to you. Like Jackie and I, I feel like we're two of the most similar people in the world, but even our insurance needs are so different. Jackie lives in another state. She owns a home. She has her Tesla. Me, I'm a renter. We all have different things, you know? So, Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Again, prices vary by state. Options selected by customer availability availability and eligibility may vary. Again, options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. Today's episode is also brought to you by Nutrafol. So did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women, your girl being one of them? If you're among them, know that you're not alone. Thinning is normal and Nutrafol helps women address it from within with science-backed supplements. So there's a ton of different reasons why someone could experience hair thinning. For me, it was like a total shift in diet and weight loss. That can be a common trigger. And I felt like so panicked when I first noticed it, especially up here by my hairline. It was just so much more visible scalp. And that's not something I'm really interested in. And when it came time to find something to do about it, everyone in my life recommended Nutrafol and I've had a really great success with it. I have visibly thicker hair now. So Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. It's clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength from postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles. And no matter your life stage, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each is physician formulated using drug-free science-backed ingredients, so you get the most reliable results. They support healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which can be stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism, and they do that through whole body health. So in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off their first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code THETOAST. So find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol is spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code THETOAST. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code THETOAST. And today's first story is, of course, another development in this Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner drama. Now, two things came out yesterday that I found very interesting. The first was this news that Joe Jonas allegedly caught Sophie Turner in a compromising ring camera footage before filing for divorce. So they're citing this as like the last straw for Joe. They didn't say what it was. It could be that she said something, that she did something, she was with someone. We are now left to the imagination. Of course, everyone's thinking, you know, who is she coming home with? Like, they really left a lot to the imagination. And I'm curious, what would it take? First of all, what do you think was on the ring camera footage? Nothing. Really? Yeah. Who's calling it compromising? Who's who's it? Who's it, it will to call it compromise? Is it, did they pick that word? Like well, the people who had page six did pick that word, but you know TMZ, everyone is using their own sort of vernacular. I don't know. It sounds like a smear campaign to me. So what's so funny is that like this entire narrative is clearly coming from Joe's camp. Yeah. It's been like she's been out partying. He's with the kids. It's all making him look so complimentary, and I think it's actually having the adverse effect on people. Yeah, nobody's being like, "Oh, Joe, what a doting dad." It's like this is a little too convenient. It's a little too good. And then the second update that I was going to share, which I found very odd, was that he was paparazzi yesterday, sitting outside at a restaurant with the two daughters, taking them to lunch. The daughters' faces were blurred, which makes me think like the paparazzi um, setup like was set up by his camp like it's not the law because they wouldn't law in this country to blur out right in europe it is and a lot of the times actually not even sometimes i didn't know that it's not the law Hmm. so the faces were blurred out we have i've never seen a paparazzi picture of their kids before like this was the first time it was just like a little too convenient for me yeah and now i think i'm having the reaction that everyone's having it's like well 
everything so far has co- that's been come out is like extremely complimentary to Joe. Yeah, it's yeah. a little too convenient, all of this. I agree. I agree. And it's it's coming out like all at once too. Yeah. And it's funny because the at face value, the, the, the headlines are like very pro-Joe, mm-hmm. anti-Sophie. Mm-hmm. Sophie's very quiet in all I this. I know. Which usually, you know, the quiet one is usually, I have nothing to hide, like come at, and, and you see the smear campaign come out from the other side. It sucks because Joe's so nice. I know. The thing is, they're both fabulous people, and this is hard for the Joe and Sophie yeah. stands because you don't know whose side to take. Yeah. But if I had to take a side, just based on the information I've been given, I'm going to be leaning Sophie. Oh, fully. Because she's given us nothing, and like... I always feel it's tough when two people get divorced and they have kids. It's very limited in what you're going to say about the father or the mother of your children. But it seems like they're not, you know, holding back on Team Joe. No. And it's it's crazy because the headlines are brutally, brutally also pro-Joe. But online, everyone's like seeing right through it. I know he's somewhere throwing up right now. I'm actually shocked at like the media literacy of people on the internet because people on the internet can be so dense and like the internet leaves no room for like nuanced conversation. So for people to be seeing through this and being like, what's really going on here? I find it shocking. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's really sad. I bet something's coming out as we speak. Um, I know it is is sad. And it's also... When I was searching for stories today... Every single headline was a new update and like oh, development. Really? And there's nothing else going on in the world besides these two because it's so, first of all, shocking. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody thought these two were headed for divorce anytime soon. No, no, no. no. But the amount of stuff coming out is just like bizarre for it's, two really private people. Yeah, it's also it's weird coming off of this like insane comeback of the Jonas Brothers yes. as a whole. It's like that's all been like we are every everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. This whole thing, it's all super positive. We're meeting everybody, uh-huh. family Ev- back together. N- no one has a, a negative thing to say, and then. That's just like coming off the heels of that. It's true. It's almost like you rise too fast and then something has to happen. No, you know what? John Mulaney said it best. Even though they're already so famous. Likeability is a prison. Ooh. It was chills. chilling when he said that. Yeah. And he was right because like he like, you know, got canceled basically just for getting divorced, which yeah. is not a crime. But like in this case it was. Yeah. Likeability is a prison. You're right. The Jonas Brothers, aside from their, you know, initial breakup, have been kind of gotten off scot-free when it comes to scandal and yeah. PR. Yeah, yeah. They're having a moment. I'm kind of loving this bad boy era. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I, I think that we're gonna like see the end of it, or, or like get whatever information. It, this feels like when the the government was like, we have the UFO footage, and we're like, show it to us in. Nah. Show us a footage. Yeah. If it's if you have it. Also, I think it's just a great um, strategy for hyping up their tour because now every time they they're still currently on tour, they went on stage yeah. last night. Now every time they go on stage, moments are being filmed and made into TikToks that are going yeah. viral. You know, last night they started off the show with a group hug and it made news. Like, who cares? Yeah. Um. So it is, in a way, a strategy. I guess all press is good press. It sucks that it's on Sophie's I back. So- I sometimes am like, I'm. I feel icky that we're like this is like a family's yeah you know, divorce. That's how I felt about um. And I didn't even choose it as a story today with Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. He canceled all those shows in Europe and flew home because she was having pregnancy complications. Yeah. She posted on Instagram yesterday just kind of clarifying what it was. She had fetal surgery, which is really serious. But I think people were like dying to know what was going on with Kourtney. It's like, can this pregnant woman have some privacy? I know. That's like such the nuance thing. It's like you you chose this, life. this thing. You oh, This is part of your job. I know. I don't subscribe to that like notion that celebrities who chose this life, especially a celebrity like the Kardashians, who really did. It's not like they were discovered as an actress. Like, they chose this life. Um, I don't subscribe to that, like, social construct where they're, like, we're entitled to every piece of information that's going on in their lives. Like, I just don't subscribe to that. Yeah, I don't like that at all. It's gross. Yeah, even when I see someone in public doing something, 
which this is already out, so I'm just going to say it. Say it. But I like walk. I was walking through Washington Square Park Matty the other Healy. day trying to get, yeah, trying to get Davis Burleson to probably jump my, oh! jump my bones. I was like, I, I want to get on what's popping, but I want to like run into him. You know? Yeah, I no, wanna, you don't like, want it to be staged. Yeah. You just have to hang out, sleep in the park. I can't. I know. <laughs> it's too damn too hot. hot. No, and the park is packed. Oh, yeah. So it's too damn hot for me to be briefly outside. Mm -hmm. It's not too damn hot for Maddie Ely to be wearing black, huge cargo pants and combat boots. And making out. Making Just when I saw him, he was just dangling on this girl. I don't know how people are being physical with their loved ones in this weather. At the U.S. Open yesterday, Ben's like shoulder was touching me and his legs, he was like manspreading. I was like... If you don't get your hot body off of me, because Ben is just a furnace at all times. And during the winter, I love it. Like, I'm never cold. My feet, like, are always, like, touching his shins. He's so warm. I said, if you don't get the fuck away from me, like, we're going to have a problem. The seats are this big. The seats are tiny. Ben is a broad guy. Yeah. I was not having it. It was actually demonic outside last night. I don't know how people are just making out in the park. I also don't know how people make out in the subway. Maybe they're from Arizona. Maybe they're. Maybe this is a walk in the park, literally, for them. Maybe. <laughs> I can't I also do it. I don't know how people like swap spit on the subway. I think that's really disgusting. Whenever I see like that couple making out on the subway, I'm like, have you ever heard of germs? Yeah. There's I, just germs in the you, air. Wait, so if you're you're from New York, mm -hmm. you, you can touch it. You just touch everything here. You just carry like yes. Germax. I'm not one of those people who like has, um, you know, that uh, device. They like sell it all over TikTok, eligible for commission. You like put it around your finger and it's like a stick and you can like push your elevator buttons oh, with yeah, it yeah, and you yeah, can yeah. open doors you, like, you with it. You get gas with it. No, I, guess you guys don't get I gas. touch stuff. Like I have to live Yeah. and I get home and I wash my hands and I never get in my bed with in my outside clothes. Facts. I bite my nails, Ooh, which sucks. So, that's tough in New York. Oh yeah. I have to stop. You, you do. This is like a good lesson in that. Cause I'm also very aware of when I touch stuff, I can't get in bed mm -hmm. with outside hands. No, definitely not. I'll get in bed and be like, when's the last time I washed my hands? I have to get out. Yeah. But is that like a thing you've always done? Cause for me, when we all became super conscious of washing our hands during COVID, I of course started following the rules Yeah. and that really stuck for me. Cause I used to like get home during COVID and wash my hands and everything and then get in bed. And I was thinking before COVID, like I didn't used to do that. Yeah, that was a nice little refresher for it a was. lot of people, I think. We were all like singing happy birthday while washing our hands. Twice. Yeah, yeah. I was actually singing Toast by Claudia Ashray because it's the same length. Should, should, do you want to refresh every... I, I mean, no, I don't need to. I feel like okay. everybody knows it was the song of the summer It was the song of the summer, of course. Um, And then, of course, my follow-up hit, 100%. 100%. In 2021, I just feel like the music kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, 100%. Do you sing? No. I feel like you're just one of those people who's multi-talented. No, I'm not. What are your talents? Like, what's your party trick? For me, it's like karaoke. Um, do you do impressions? Like, what do you do? I don't do. Any, I don't have any party tricks. I don't think. Really? I, I think you're always partying. I am out and about. I get really bad FOMO, which mm -hmm. like I need to. I think that I need that needs to be on my attainable goals list is to like fix that. Uh, by the way, that's so real. Which I think that's just therapy would do that to do the trick. I I, I do think also it's just growing up. Like yeah, we're yeah, in yeah. that stage now. We're like approaching thirties. Me a little bit more than you. Um, and I do think that's definitely like something you phase out of in your 20s where like you don't care to miss things. I'm actually stoked to be in my bed. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's the best. I'm doing it this week because I don't know how people are doing it. I know. They go, they're at things all day. Events and they literally and change in a car. They're changing their clothes. Mm -hmm. That's enough to do me in. I completely agree. Changing in a car. Trying no. things on also. I have PTSD being in Old Navy with my mom. She's like, lift up your shirt and turn around. I'm like, I've. Literally I fucking can't. can't. Like, can't. I'm going to pass out here, and I'm going to throw a fit. Like, I agree. Trying on clothes is the seventh circle of hell. I got one pair of pants in me to try on, and then I have to... If they don't fit, I'm 
I'm out. No, I actually will not try things on anymore. Like, if I go to a store that's reasonably priced, like, I'm not talking about expensive clothes. I'm talking about, like, everyday clothing, whether yeah, it's, yeah. you know, like a Zara. I don't try on. I buy things that, like, most likely will fit. If they do, great. If they don't, I'll still make it work. Like, it's just, it's not my problem. Literally, the skirt that I'm wearing, I bought from Zara. I did not try it on. It is big on me, and I've worn it twice. Like, that's, like, I don't care. Um, there's a hack. I saw it on TikTok. For trying pants on, I just remembered. I don't I'm know if it works it. for skirts. You grab the two farthest waist yeah, like ringlets, yeah. yeah, and you you bring it around your neck, and if they if they kiss, they are the right size, and it worked one hundred percent of the time. Everyone was stitching it, and it was working for everybody. Okay, I guess I, lo it, I love a good TikTok hack. Yeah. But explain the science to me. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I've never claimed it. I what can't does your do neck the, have to do with your hips? I, and what I don't if you're, know. you know, an apple figured girl? I think like girth. Pear figured, not here is, is somehow equivalent or relative yeah i guess i don't know about i'm gonna try that i think we should all try it i, I saw it like 15 i confirmed it before because we talked about it on our podcast too and i was like i don't want to spew misinformation right. as much as we do i have not tried it no uh, i guess that would be that would be the kicker yeah is it for men and women that's a great i, I love so you spoke about your podcast but you, but you literally did no research <sighs> No, that's, that's our, that's, that's kind so of our, that's kind of our whole thing is 100%. like speaking on things we know. That's, that's our biggest comment. Review? When people leave podcast reviews, they're like, they, do your research. No. What do you think this is? The encyclopedia podcast? They make up facts. Yeah. I'm like, we got to move on. If we say something and we just go with it, that's we don't so have time me. to Google. That's so me. I mean, it's, it's the way to go. And I people get bored that. when you get, when you have a hang up. This yeah. is not a thesis. No, and people also get bored because we used to get a lot of flack. They're like, do your research. Do you know anything? So then we'd be actively like researching things on the podcast. Jackie has her iPad. I have my iPad. So we'd be like, how old is Jennifer Lars? Nobody wants to hear someone typing and like, oh, wait, this website says she's 37, but this one says she's 35. Like, that's boring. Do you panic when you're like actually in the typing? I do. And I type everything wrong. We have, we luckily have like a TV and we have a, nice. one of our producers like types it in for us. Listen, sound off in the comments. Would you prefer your podcasters know nothing or spend like minutes researching? Yeah, it's kind of fun to know nothing. It, you yeah. know what? It's like life is a mystery. We talked about this already too. We did. Being dumb is nice. Being dumb is nice. It's relaxing. All right, are you ready for our next story? That was a nice yes. tangent from the Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner news. Sure. Um, Taylor Momsen of, of uh, Gossip Girl fame yeah. says she was made fun of relentlessly as a kid for her alienating role in the Grinch movie. Now, of course, when we think Taylor Momsen, we think Jenny Humphrey. But real ones will know. Where are you, Christmas? Why can't, can't I, I find, find you? You have a nice voice. I can hit really low and really quiet. Oh, interesting. Like more of a harmony. Yeah, I don't have... You have like a phenomenal... I have like, range. Like American Idol discovery voice. So when I was in college, um, I... Every semester took a two extra, an extra class that was two credits. So by the time I graduated, I only had to take like a few classes. And every semester it was a singing class. It was only two credits. It was like an hour a week. And it was the time of my life. And I went into my first one and I was like, I'm going to try out for X Factor by the end of this year. Yeah. So like, let's get me. Uh, attainable goal. Le attainable goal. Let's get me riled up. And unfortunately, the, te the teachers were all like music grad students who like this was the bane of their existence and they couldn't have cared less. And there was just a curriculum that they had to follow. And it was like classical music. It was classical singing. And I had to learn all these like dumb hymns, 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 hymns. And I was woefully unprepared. And by the end of the semester, um, I really was planning on trying out for X Factor. And she was like, all right, let me know how it goes. Our last class is next week. And it was supposed to be that week. Yeah. And I was dating my husband at the time and he had a car. I was like, you're going to drive me and we're going to go. And when the day came, he like couldn't drive me. He 
like was busy or whatever and I was honestly like not even in the mood to try out and so like the next week for the final <laughs> class I had to like lie and be like it went really well we'll see how it goes I'm not sure it was just like round one and then I never saw her again wow that could have been like your life could have taken off in a completely different direction. I we'll know. never know. I know. I'm glad it didn't. Kind well, of. a goal is to be on The Masked Singer. I did. Uh, one time I was reached out. They asked me to put an audition tape, but I guess it wasn't good enough because I never got cast. Did you do, you sang for them? Duh. I forget what I sang, but I was amazing. You singing the national anthem? I can't believe you're not going to do that. Um, I know. I know. And like, honestly, I, I know I'm a good singer. Like, not to be annoying. Like, I know I have talent. I could do comedy in front of thousands and yeah. not feel even remotely nervous, I do not think I could sing in front of people. Like I really, it's honestly very personal to me. Like I love singing, I've been singing since I was a kid. Like if anybody were to say that was bad, I couldn't take it. Like really? you, you don't like my comedy, sure, that's fine. Comedy's very personal. You know, you don't think I'm funny, whatever. If you don't like my singing, like I'll cry. I could have someone tell me like they hate me to death and that they wanna kill my family. Mm -hmm. But if they tell me one of my videos is not funny, it makes really? it ruins my whole week. Really, but see comedy is so, Personal. Personal, yeah. Like, depending on the person's, you know, trauma. Right, Depending right, on the right, person's right, life right. experience. So if somebody doesn't like my comedy, yeah, it hurts because I work really yeah, hard at it. Yeah, 100%. But I can understand because there are people who I literally don't think are funny who are so famous. Like, I literally, I'm not going to say who. I just saw someone open for Dave Chappelle and it was literally the least funny thing ever. I'm like, literally, how are you here? And people were like dying. I'm like, this is literally not funny. Comedy is personal. I know. So I, I really don't take it. I don't take it personally. But my singing, like, I, I, could, I couldn't survive that. There have been lesser that have come before you and sang the national anthem. It's true, Fergie. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah, that is all-time favorite video. But back to this Taylor Momsen yep. story. So she went on, everyone's talking about it, the uh, podcast Pod Crush, which is hosted by Penn Badgley, who played her older brother in Gossip Girl. Right. So it's all right, right. very synergy. Um, and they spoke a little bit about Gossip Girl, but they actually spoke more about the Grinch and how it like really kind of ruined her life. So she said, first of all, the Grinch changed my life in a multitude of ways, one of them being that I was made fun of relentlessly. She explained that making friends was always challenging. Every time I would start a new school or go somewhere else, I don't even think, think the kids knew my name. I was just Grinch Girl. Not even the character's name, just Grinch Girl. I got used to it, but it was alienating. This is devastating to hear. I think The Grinch is the best Christmas movie of all time, and she's so precious in the film with her little nose yeah. and her braids. Yeah. This is devastating to know she probably like regrets doing it. It's so sad. As a, You're a child. A child. Being a child actor, I'm always, you know Josh Peck? Yes. I'm always talking to him about it because like, yeah, I feel like it's yeah, yeah. so, and I, I think he's one of the few who've come out on the other end like extremely healthy and balanced and like been through therapy and he obviously went through a dark time, but like he came out on the other end. I have so many questions for him all the time. I wasn't expecting you to have this take about this at all. About what? <clears throat> about this, like this kind of respect to everyone's battles, but it kind of feels like, is this just in the news today? Was it like a really- Yeah, she was on the podcast literally two days ago. Well, whose podcast? Penn Badgley. Penn Badgley has a podcast. Pod Crushed. It's okay. called Pod Crushed. It's I'm on sorry. Sirius XM. I even heard that and I, it didn't even Yeah, you register. Okay. Yeah, no, he's always posting about it on TikTok, so I am familiar with the podcast. And he had teased that Jenny Humphrey, his fictional little right, sister, right, was going right, to be right, on the right, show. And everyone right, was like, you know. And this is the headline that came out of it, which I'm shocked by because I thought it would be something Gossip Girl related. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It felt like a reach of like, this is my battle that I'm fighting, but now I, okay. No, she said that alienating feeling really carried through because then she got cast on Gossip Girl when she was 12, which is right. so young. I didn't even realize that at the time. And all the other, uh, her, her castmates were much older than her. So she wasn't like hanging out with them and like being friends. She was much younger and she was alone a lot. And she ended up leaving the show after four years. So it was kind of like that initial 
alienation feeling yeah. that she got from the Grinch that kind of carried her through her whole experience. Oh, I know that sucks. You wouldn't you, you you wouldn't see a child working at Burger King. No. So why are they on set for twelve hours? A I day? know. I used to when I was like growing up. I grew up in like the Hannah Montana, Drake and Josh. Yeah. It was my dream. Like I oh, all yeah. I wanted yeah, was yeah. to have my own Wizards of Waverly Place, something like that. And now as an adult, like beyond grateful that that wasn't me. Not Shame. that it was ever even an option. Did but you? Did you ever hear those commercials on? Of course. Listen on the radio. Does your child watch Hannah Montana? Do you want to be on a show with, like, the Sweet Life of Zach yep. and Cody? Where it was we like have casting. open auditions, casting. Uh, I went to one. You did. Yeah, I wanted. To, I wanted to be on Zach and Cody. How old were you? Uh, I had to be twelve. Okay, that's old enough. Yeah, um, and I. You do it. I had to do a What'd monologue. Do? Yeah, and I, I was. I was. I was probably younger because I was I, my piano teacher. That my mom made me take piano. Uh, I, I did piano. I, I did guitar as well. I wish I would have stuck with it. All uh, the things I, I was pissed at my mom of about. Of course. I, I, that is literally like the bane of growing up. Imagine if I could just like, I still can't play guitar. I cannot play piano. I'm like, I don't want to go to tennis every day. I'm I would have killed to be good at tennis the US now. Open. I, I would have. I know. Stick with it. Stick um, with it, kids. Yeah, the message to the the eight year old listeners: just stick so with many, it. Go to, so go to piano today. Yeah. Um, you were saying so, you went to the audition. I went to the audition. It was in Brownsville, Texas, which is. Like, Are you from Texas? Yes. Yeah. Um, like almost next to Mexico, like like oh, very really small town. Yeah, very very small. Uh, <laughs> very far south, and it was at a mall. Oh no, it was at a hotel and at like a banquet room. That's totally so empty. Classic. We went and did our auditions. And they gave you like a little card and a deck if you made the next one. They say you have been, you have been chosen. Why well, you made the next round? I made the next round, and you know what the next round was? Singing. Move forward with giving us three thousand dollars, <gasps> so that we can take you to the actual audition in front of. Oh, it's an MLM. Uh, or like sex uh, trafficking. Yeah, honestly, no. I don't wait, know. Wait, that's crazy. So you obviously did not go. It was that. dark. Well, yeah, my parents were like, You're no, kidding. obviously not. That's crazy. You can go back to tennis and hopefully get a college scholarship. Right. Up, you know. Did you? Yeah, I had to. You had a tennis college? Oh, no, no. Oh. I didn't get it. I had oh. to go back to tennis practice the next day. Right, right, right. Um, Wait, that's a crazy story. Yeah, no, I, I'm wondering how many people, if anybody made it from those things. I, no, who, if speak, sound off in the comments, did you ever pay the $3,000 and what happened next? I think it was like, maybe even more than $3,000. Wow. It's like it's like a big chunk and it makes me like pretty sad. It sad. wasn't even a guaranteed no, thing for the next round. No, it's taking advantage of people and kids. Yeah. Well, my only similar story to that is when I was in the eighth grade, I did, um, I entered into this, it was, it wasn't like an essay competition. It was like this history competition. You could either write an essay, you could do a performance. A history competition? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really even remember what the prize was, but I, I decided to do a performance of the great, a one woman show okay. of the great Hannah Senesch. I don't know if anybody knows her. She was a paratrooper in World War II, one of the very few females, um, Jewish queen. Yeah. And I did a, like a kind of really stunning um, one woman show. And I did end up placing, uh, I believe I got first place. And it's important to no know. No way. Yeah, in the state. But it's important to know that there were only three kids who went for their performance route. Oh. Um, tons of kids did like an essay or an oral presentation, but I just, of course, had to be like dramatic and yeah. do like a whole. And I'm like on the floor, <laughs> and I remember like my dad was really late to driving me, and I got there so late, and I got there like late out of breath. It was also like in this like conference center, decrepit, abandoned yeah. building. Yeah, and I just like I just I just killed it, honestly. Yeah, and it was how really beautiful. You? I was in the eighth grade. So how old are you in the eighth grade? Thirteen. 13, 14, 13, 14 yeah. yeah. I was old enough to know better, you know? Know better 
I got like a, oh. a plaque. Like it was. I mean, it was humiliating. I don't know what I was doing. I don't, I'm I, I, I'm caught up on the on the history competition. I don't remember like what the the <laughs> the the competition was. You know, there's like you know essay writing competitions. There was like a yeah. historical something presentation. I don't know. My obviously my eighth grade teacher, Mrs. Caston, she saw something in me and she yeah. helped me obviously yeah. put together the performance. Um, and she was right because I won. That's. That's huge. Almost by default. That sticks with you because you're like does, still I'm, on fire I'm like about still it. Proud. Yeah, I would like to get to the bottom of the history competition piece, but I, I'm gonna have to look further into my documentation and find out what exactly it was. They always. I remember like every year there was something with like the teachers like if you consent, we're gonna send your essay off right. to do whatever. It was something like okay. that. Okay. Okay. I can't recall exactly what it was. All right. Well, Taylor Momsen, thanks for sharing your trauma yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Mattress Firm. Do you sleep better when you're at a hotel? Is your mattress more than five to eight years old? Can you see your mattress sagging? If so, you may be overdue to find a new mattress and Mattress Firm is here to help. Finding a new mattress is like probably one of the most exciting journeys to go on and Mattress Firm makes it so easy and it's really like like mattresses can be life-changing especially if it's for mattress firm it can be intimidating knowing what type of mattress that you need just to get a quality night's sleep but mattress firms sleep experts get over 200 hours of training so they can pair you with the right mattress and accessories to get a quality night's sleep the right mattress can help alleviate pain tossing and turning and even regulate your temperature to help you sleep cooler which is a game changer especially in the summer this new york heat wave demonic and i've got the right mattress my mattress is for mattress firm yeah that's right um you can take their online mattress matcher quiz you'll be matched with a high quality mattress at every price point from top brands like tempurpedic stearns and foster serta purple beauty rest sleepies and more my mattress is for mattress firm it is tempurpedic i love it it's perfect for me and ben but you know mattresses are personal so you know Go to Mattress Firm, meet with a sleep expert. Plus, their low price guarantee, you can be confident that you'll find the perfect mattress at the best price. So big deals on better sleep are here early. Shop the Black Friday sale now, in-store or online at mattressfirm.com. Love that they're getting ahead of it. The Black, the Black Friday now sale is going on in-store and online at mattressfirm.com. Don't miss out because having the right mattress can really set you up for having the right life. You know, you don't want to be cranky, you don't want to be Miz, and it could be your mattress. So mattressfirm.com or shop in store. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes we're faced with a crossroads in life and we don't know which path to take. Maybe you're thinking about a career change or feeling like your relationship needs some TLC. Whatever it is, therapy can help you map out your future and trust yourself to find the way forward. So this might be your sign. Maybe you've been thinking about it for some time. Maybe you've kind of reached the end of what you can handle on your own and it is okay to ask for help. And you know, a therapist can be an amazing way to do that. And BetterHelp is an amazing, really accessible platform to get started with therapy. Whether you're a therapy veteran and you're looking for someone new or you've never tried therapy. So if you're thinking of starting better of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's done entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And one of the best parts, I think, is that you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. A huge part of therapy is just finding the right match. And you might be matched with a therapist who's a lovely person, but just not the right match for you. BetterHelp like, gets rid of all like the awkwardness and you can just switch it up. They won't charge you. It's fabulous. And whatever you're comfortable with, you can talk on um, text, you can video chat, you can phone call, whatever medium you're you're most comfortable with, BetterHelp will will get to work for you. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash toast today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash toast, BetterHelp dot com slash T-O-A-S-T. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring today's episode. Our next story, um, I'm sure everybody has seen those photos of Kanye West in a very compromising position with his like girlfriend slash wife in Venice. Um, the Venetian water taxi company that he had used has now banned him for NSFW behavior. So uh, the boat company has banned Kanye West and his partner, Bianca Sensori, after images surfaced last week of the two in a compromising position in the back of a water taxi. In a statement to The Independent, a spokesperson for Venezia Turismo Motoscafe, the water taxi company based in the Italian city, said that West and Sensori, quote, will certainly no longer be welcome aboard our company's boats. We completely disassociate ourselves from such acts and behaviors. Kanye and his girly were photographed last week in what appeared to be a sex act on the back of the boat with Sensori kneeling in front of West and West's naked tushy in yeah. some of the photos. We yeah. got we got tushy. We got tush. It was crazy. I didn't, n- never in my life did I think I would see Kanye West tushy. butt cheek. No, it was. I think it was just one butt cheek too. It was. It was honestly, when I first saw the photos, I didn't even assume that it was a blowjob because it was such a bizarre, she was just kind of like appeared to be sitting in front of him. And I thought maybe his pants were just like low. That's the style sometimes. Fashion. Fashion. Yeah. I didn't, honestly, my first thought wasn't erotic. No. I didn't know until just now that people thought it was a blowjob. Oh, it was though, like confirmed. Really? Yeah. Why? No, that's not okay. No, it's literally not okay in public when you're a public figure. None of it is okay. And I stand with Venazia Taxi Company. I stand with Venazia. I just want to make sure the right the name of the. Okay. I, I stand first and foremost with Venazia Turismo Mochiscafi. We stand with you. We do. That's not cool. No. It's not a good look. Um, I can't get over the first picture I saw of Kanye West butt crack. And it wasn't even like a little bit of butt crack. His, pa- his pants are off. It was cheek. Off. That's pretty... It's Kanye West. It's bold to now, do that. Take he, your pants off. He put it out there, so now we have no choice but to like talk about no, it. Yeah. What did you think of the tush? I thought it was pretty nice. It was a fat ass. Yeah, like it was... You know, when I was in high school, me and all my friends used to call somebody who had like a big juicy ass, we used to call it an unexpected because it's just like unexpected that you'd be walking around high school with a big juicy ass, you know? He had his big old ass out on the Venezia Morimissimo. Yeah, he had an unexpected. Like, Oh, an unexpected. I love that. Yeah, it was because it was. It was unexpected. Um, Can I see the picture? Is it in that article? Of course. I would love to just get my eyes on I'm the visual I'm assuming that more. they're putting the photo. Fo- oh, no, not them not putting the photos. I'll get the photo for you. It's really... Oh, not my iPad being on full volume like a grandmother. <laughs> Kanye West. Uh, by the way, when you go to uh, search his name, it's quite literally the first thing. Oh, here you go. Cool. That's, I love full it. ass. He loves that legacy. That's surely. crazy. That's humiliating. That's really not okay. That's not okay behavior. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. Mamma mia is what I'm sure Venezia was, was thinking. That's what the Italians are saying. My people were saying zelokavod. Zelokavod. It's not respectful. It's no. not nice. <sighs> It's hard for me to form thoughts about this genuinely. Like, I, this is the one story that you guys sent over, and I was like, oh, I'll, that, I don't even need to study you don't have up. a hot take here. I don't, let me think. I love a hot take, so. Okay, I can make one. Okay. You know when you're on a boat, mm-hmm. and you're like, this is international waters. What <gasps> Like anything could happen. It's true. Like, you kind of get swept away in the beauty and just like the, the timelessness. Yeah, no. Yeah. I have a coat on. No one's going to see my big juicy ass. Right. But how do you think being a public figure factors into that line of thinking? Uh, it's, 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 
I would say careless, but it's not careless. It's in, it feels intentional. It feels intentional. But what is the intention? I'm so confused. What is the intention? I don't know. I also always forget that he's with this girl because he had like a string of girlfriends and now him and this girl got like fake legally married. So I totally forgot that he even had a girl with fake him. Fake legally married? Like like they call each other husband and wife, but it's like not legal. They're not married. But they had like a ceremony. Every picture I see of her feels like, feels like she's lost mm. like she's like how did i you know how am i here what do you think her friends and family like think of her because she kind of ri rose to stardom almost overnight very you know a la julia fox i don't i don't know i don't, I don't know, know i don't i bet she has not chatted with them in a while yeah because i feel like if, if she had any close friends or family they'd be reaching out saying what's going let's, on let's get you out of here she's kind of in her untethered era yeah and no one really talks about her that much like I, every, no. every time she's with him but anytime she's I don't know anything about this woman. No, I know. I feel like Julia Fox really got like the best opportunity yeah. as Kanye's right. girlfriend. There was a lot of intrigue. And then long after they broke up, she's still kind of a darling of New York. She's a media darling. She's yeah. at Fashion Week front row. And the string of girlfriends after Kanye did not get the same sort of treatment. Yeah. Um, beginner's luck, I guess. Chalk it up. Beginner's luck. I can't believe you. Have you had Julia Fox on this podcast? I have not. I feel like you would. You guys would jive. I honestly can think of two people more different, which makes it, for a good I conversation. I feel like you could talk back and forth. Can I ask you a totally unrelated question? Yeah. Are you wearing a baby G watch? <laughs> no. It's Evora. Okay. Do you want to hold it? Sure. Okay. It looks like a baby G from back in the day. I forgot I was supposed to put on my nice watch to be on. Explain to me Evora. Um, it's, it's, it's a smaller company and, and they reached out and they were like, do you, do you like our watch? I'm like, I get it. I get an ad on Instagram for your watches every single day. Actually. Oh, wow. So I do love them. This is a great proxy. promo for them. I literally thought it was a baby G. I'm like, I know. I'm like, you're so baby G. I'm so baby G. When are baby G's making a comeback? I think right now after this airs. Because honestly, no offense to Evora. I'm sure you've got a great brand, but this is a baby G. Yeah, well, I don't know if Baby G's still with us today. I think that they are. And I just want to say there's something incredibly underrated about a digital, like, I cannot tell time. I mean, I can, but it, it would take me this long to find out it's 821. I, you ask me what time it is. Uh, uh, do you have the time, by the way? Oh, sure. Let me grab my watch. It's um, that's 822. That's how long it would take me. Uh, on like an analog? Analog, yeah. I cannot read those and then I panic and then you throw some Roman numerals oh I'm done Roman numerals I'm done it's never that's why I can't watch football I I look oh no the Super Bowl LVI oh. like what you don't need to what is LVI uh Louis Vuitton International I don't uh. know I I don't know I can't do those I, <laughs> I can't I stare at the analog clock until someone's like I'm like oh it's uh and then someone else will say it but what's so it's crazy is I used to really fuck heavily with analog clocks um in high school and middle school, just so I could know how much fucking time left was yeah. in this class. Yeah. That was like kind of my peak knowing how to tell time era. I just knew where the hand would Needed be. Needed to be. Yeah. That's true too. Yeah. I love that. How did we get to clocks from Kanye West's Big Juicy Ass? That's a good question. Let's backtrack. Yeah. I asked you about your watch because you were talking about... His Big Ben. Yeah. Honestly, it's a fruitless endeavor to try and Oh, that, that, was a, that was a question out of left field about the watch. It, that threw a wrench in the whole tangent. It was. And I'm sorry I keep touching the mic. It's, You're okay. It's connected to your mic as well. No, it's not. And so I'll touch it and then yours will start moving. And I'm like, are we having an earthquake? But you guys don't have earthquakes. No, we don't. But you do. We do. Mm, yeah, I've never felt couldn't one. be me. I know. Well, our next story is an opportunity for us to finally talk about ourselves, Ooh, which is so exciting because yeah. we have some U.S. Open news. Yes. Because one of the players like really was deeply unwell yesterday yeah, during yeah, the yeah. day. His name is Daniil Medvedev. He did win, but he warned the ump. He said, someone's going to die in this intense heat after he won yesterday. So 
Soaked with sweat as the temperature neared 95 degrees on the hottest day at this year's U.S. Open, the champion from 2021 walked slowly the towel off between points of his victory, and he looked into a courtside camera and issued what sounded like a mix between a warning and a play. He said, you cannot imagine. One player is going to die, and they're going to see. The only thing that is a little bit, let's call it dangerous, is that the question is, how far could we go? English is not his first language, just please keep that in mind. I'm not sure what we can do, because probably we cannot stop the tournament for four days, because it's been, what, three, four days? It's yeah, been brutal yeah, yeah, like yeah. this. Because then it basically ruins everything for the TV, even the tickets, everything. It ruins everything. So I don't think that this could be done. But he was just basically begging the powers that be at the US Open to do something about the heat. I can't even imagine being there yesterday during the day, because we got there no 7.30 yeah. during Madison Keys. It was brutal. And it's, by the way, it's important to note, yesterday when we were at the, uh, at night when I left, I checked, it was 87 degrees. Yeah. Outside. Inside the stadium, it's an open air stadium, so it's like half open, half closed. Like, it's It's got like a big hole in the top. Right, it's perfectly said. It's got a big hole in the top. It is at least 10 degrees hotter inside the stadium than it is outside. You noticed that too. Of Thank course. God. When I went outside, I'm like, wait, if I was sitting outside in this, I could handle it. It's, it's, I think it's because there's a wind tunnel situation happening yeah, outside, so, so there's a people. breeze. Inside the stadium, it's, it's just stagnant hot air. It's crazy. Fog. Thick. It's crazy. And you're sitting there next to Ben. Yeah. I was sitting there next to my, my buddy Hunter, who's you know like this, and... Unbearable. I was like, I'm kind of having like maybe a panic attack. No, I, I was definitely getting like a little nauseous. We're going to get ripped to shreds about being dramatic. I can't tell it, no, you. No, we're not being dramatic, let you me guys. T- let me tell you the level of this. I'm going to the U.S. Open. I got to dress like I like I continued playing tennis. Of course. And, I wore and, a tennis dress. Yeah. I, I should have worn a tennis dress. <laughs> I wore pants. Mm. I found a pair of scissors from <gasps> someone and I cut the legs off my pants. Smart. And I threw my underwear in the trash. Smart. Didn't help. Oh. Yeah. And I wore a sweater like over because at that point I was like, now I'm in shorts. I have to keep the sweater yeah. over. Unbearable. I'm drenched in sweat, but at least the sweater was covering the, the, the a massive amounts of sweat on my back. The marks. Yeah. But anytime someone touched me, they'd say, Ooh, don't did touch. You, did you? That's another don't one. Don't touch. Don't touch. It looked like I went swimming. It was hard. It was really, honestly, unbearable. I brought a fan with me, which was the absolute like savior Where of my are life. People getting these fans. Everybody had a fan. Uh, honestly, I've had one in my purse for the last like three summers. It is the only way to survive. And when I got up off my seat, like literally, I like had my thighs like left marks. It was like wet. Like, I was like I'm sliding s- on my seat. I was soaked. I can't. It was crazy. And I do wonder that stadium, that roof closes. It closes when it's like snowing and raining, right? Right. I do have to imagine the facility has air conditioning and I don't know why when they know it's going to be a 90 degree day in the morning why they don't close it and put on air conditioning well they closed it a little bit during the day I read that article to block people from the sun for the sun but then the sun the shadows were making it like harder for the players to see the balls going in and out of the shade you like lose the ball actually this player in his interview said that towards the end of the first set he actually couldn't even see the ball because he was just like dizzy and nauseous and the other players, like, heart was palpitating. And apparently the U.S. Open is using crazy amounts of ice. And they yeah, have, like, cooling yeah. fans. And last night I saw the state at the, uh, at this, when they were switching sets, Carlos Alcatraz, Alcatraz, Alcaraz, Alcaraz, sat down and they put this, like, tube of ice around. Just close the roof. Ice? Are we? Close are the we roof. Ancient Romans? You know, we just gladiator. discovered fire. We discovered ice. Put the AC on. No, it's moronic. 
put the AC on. Put the AC on. It was. It really was unenjoyable. And honestly, I have been loving watching the U.S. Open from home, and I can't think of a better way to watch than from the comfort of my own bed and air conditioning. It's, well, the weather's going to be so nice, I think, starting tomorrow, which is just ass. I know. Because we really went, like, during the peak. It's just Kanye West, big, juicy ass. It's Kanye West, big, and, juicy ass. I think in time, the U.S. Open ends on Sunday. Yeah. I think in time for the finals, like, it will be okay. Well, last year at this time, I was here as well, and it was nice. As It was so it's, nice. That's why they do it in September. It's yeah. supposed to be nice. Um. I just, I, I feel for the, I can't imagine being a player. Oh my I God. Can't. I can't, I imagine how I felt last night getting home. I, I sat for a few hours. Like imagine standing, running and jumping and hitting for four hours. Can't. I do can't. think that I was sweating more than them sitting completely still. I was trying not to move mm -hmm. and I was like, there's no way they're sweating more than me. There's no way. They I, have towels. I, I, they have towels down there. I desperately needed a towel for my seat. I was housing. I had paper towel kind of like scrunched up all over my neck oh, and funny. body. That's I was, and it, I was just like, I, I, I don't care. I lost like the, I want to like look good for the US. I lost that like almost immediately when of I sat down. Of course. The second I was like, I put my hair up. I'm like, I don't care. Here's, here's something that I would like to chat about. Okay. Well, the most incredible thing I've ever noticed in my life, most unimaginable phenomenon is how really Hot, like attractive people don't seem to sweat at all an and they are point. wearing pants and jackets and they're hot and then they don't sweat it's an amazing i've point. seen the northern lights less amazing than seeing a hot person that doesn't sweat i agree there's definitely two types of people in the universe yeah and it's people who are deeply affected by temperature regulation and people who are like always cold you know yeah. I, and the people who are always cold and whose body temperature is like always lower, when it's really hot, yeah. they're a little uncomfortable, but they're not wiping off their makeup and putting their hair in a bun and like sweating through oh, their clothes. Oh, your makeup would come off. Makeup is a really, and I was like really concerned. I'm like, I'm not going to the US Open without makeup yeah. on, but it was a major concern. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You got to go waterproof. You have to go water. I've always said that. You've always said that. I was, yeah, I was uh, pretty miserable and we saw Alcaraz mm -hmm. last night. And I was like, I really want to stay for the rest of this match. And I had to be the guy that was like, excuse me, I'm actually going there. Like, you're really leaving right now. I know it, it like it was it was unfathomable, like for real. It was just like kind of I was just like, I know I it's have very to first go. world problems. Yes. Yeah. How too, did you get home from I, the US Open, by the we way? We had driven. Yeah. OK. And it was actually so funny because parking is like a mess. But there's like all these like random lots. And there was yeah. like a very right by the players lot. There was like an empty lot. And I was like, can we park here? And the guy was like sell me a hundred bucks yeah i'm like you got it Done. and it was literally the easiest thing it was a ponzi scheme like the u.s open's kind of chaos uh as soon as you leave those gates right past the polo suite yep chaos it is it is no how did you land. leave did you take an uber so we walk out we're, we took the train there because i was gonna say the train really is <clears throat> like the fastest way and when we were in the car there was traffic i was like this, this is what you get when you don't take the train i'm so unprepared for just new york in general but i was at the rowing blazers event and I went and I saw the line and now I go, I don't have time to wait in the line and then get on the train. So right. I, I'm scared of the train kind of like missing it and messing yeah, it up. No, it's, you have to be prepared. So I, I just like didn't even go. I went all the way to the event and then I didn't even go, go in. I looked at it. I took a picture and then I was I have to go to the US Open and cut my legs off my pants. <laughs> and so I like got there, whatever. We went to leave mm -hmm. and we turned around. And we're like, let's get an Uber thinking we have beat the system. No, the Uber drop-off is so far. I think the entire state of New York was trying to get an Uber. Yeah, of course. And so we walk, and we, we're like, let's leave to, to the the expressway. We'll go under the bridge, and then we'll call an Uber over there. Um, so you're like out of the zone. As you walk out, people are like, 
uh, you can get in my car. You can get in my car. I'm, yeah, I'm, like, no, I'm, not, I'm like ready right now. We call them in New York. They're called gypsy cabs. They're like unlicensed car services. For the most part, they're safe. By the way, they only take cash. That's the annoying thing. I would have made it work. I was like, I'm walking through and, and the first one is like, we can take you home. I go, I don't want to get murdered. I'm going to go get in my Uber. Yeah. Second one, we can take you home. I mean, I could get You're murdered. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm sweating they so bad. They really like, are. They're pretty safe. I finally, we found this dude and he was like shorter than me. And I'm like, I could maybe fight take him you. off. Yeah. If he tried to kill me. And at least we'd be a lit, we'd just be out of this. We'd call an Uber. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to like get into an unmarked vehicle. But in New York, there is like a subculture they're pretty safe. It's just people trying to make a living for the most part. It's not people trying to murder, you know? Uh, yeah, you got to read the vibes too. You definitely got to read the vibes. I, That's so fair. I didn't love seeing like girls alone leaving with no, the unmarked no. vehicles. If I was with like my sisters, I wouldn't do it. But if I was with Ben, I would Yeah, do it. yeah. I was... I was just talking a bit actually about how miserable we husband? went. Yeah, you're talking to my husband. Yeah, I was talking to your husband I on the way here. I didn't here. know you guys talked. We talk all the time. No way. Yes, I love that on Instagram and in DMs. He was like, "I that was the most miserable I've ever been." Talking about the ben U.S. Open. Was so Ben was like, "Really?" I looked at him at one point, and he's I'm like very easily inconvenienced. Like if I'm if I feel one drop of sweat, the world is ending. Yeah. he has a higher bar for putting up with right. shit. I looked at him. His face, <laughs> his face was like purple, and I was like are you okay? And he was like, honestly, no. Like he, he was like suffering in silence. And I was like, we can leave. Like he was really, he looked like he had just, I don't even know what he looked like. He was deeply <laughs> unwell. And I was like, oh my God, I've never seen you like this. I'm like, his face was like, kind of, kind of looked like swollen. Was he trying to like power through? He was just like being quiet. He's like, Claudia hasn't complained yet. I need to like be the strong. And Ben's really not into tennis. I'm the one who's like more into yeah. it. So I did like, it was like my thing that he came to. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like I was putting up with sports for him. Right. Like I do when I go to the Nick game. Right. Um, so he was just like suffering in silence and he was being a good husband. I saw him. I was like, oh, we can go. It was crazy. <laughs> I can't even imagine. That's like. It was horrible. I don't even, I, like, I there's no words you can really say. I, I hate to be like a, an, an ungrateful snob oh. because tennis is like so snobby, but it really, it, it, it was a great match, but like it was really unbearable at some points. Today's episode is also brought to you by Babbel. This summer, you can start speaking a new language with Babbel. Why? Because it works. So instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tutor or fooling yourself with language apps that are little more than games, Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. So it's literally never a bad time to learn a new language. There's a million reasons why you might want to. You're taking a trip. You want to expand your horizons. You know, whatever your reason is, Babbel is the best way to do it. You know, <clears throat> I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, not fluent, but like I'm really kind of killing it with Babel in Spanish. So let me ask you a question. Le, gusta, le esta gustando mi podcast? Are you liking listening to my podcast? I think you are. And I wouldn't have been able to do that without Babel. So Babbel's designed for real people for real conversations. All of Babbel's tips and tools uh, for learning a new language are approachable, accessible, rooted in real life situations, and they're delivered with conversation-based teaching. With over 10 million subscriptions sold, Babbel is real language learning for real conversations. If you're taking a trip, I cannot recommend Babbel enough. It's just such a great thing to have like a baseline knowledge of the language. It's safer. It's more effect effective way of traveling. So here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. To get you started right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription only for our listeners at babbel.com slash toast. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash toast. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash toast. Again, that's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash toast. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah, I, I don't really understand. It's been, it's been miserable, everything that we've done here, but 
That was like crazy. And it was more miserable because I'm looking around and no one seemed to be in the same state I was. I know because it really was like seeing a once in a lifetime player. Like he's really, Carlos I Alcaraz, stayed, he's a number, he's a, we stayed for him. I stayed for him and I stayed as long as I could for him. Yeah, we, we did what we could. And I took a bunch of videos so I could rewatch those. Of course, of course. For as long as I want, the whole next set. I feel like I've just kind of delayed the fifth and final story because I like genuinely don't want to talk about this Delta Airlines flight. Yeah. Um, But I guess we have to. So... We haven't spoken about it yet, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, there was like a biohazardous event on a Delta flight that caused the flight to turn around. Um, people on the flight were saying they were smelling one of the worst things they've ever smelled. It was unclear like what really had happened. We now have gotten more information. We've got footage from the inside of the flight. Yeah. One of the passengers was filming as he de deplaned. Yeah. So here's the headline. I, don't, I just want to say these are the New York Post's words, not my words. Okay. Passengers aboard diarrhea plane <laughs> have shared their ordeal. Quote, it was dribbled down the aisle, smelled horrible. Grossed out passengers have detailed the ordeal of being stuck on a Delta flight that was forced to turn back after someone could not contain their explosive diarrhea, which left the crew ripping out carpet to contain the biohazard. Quote, it was an experience that I hope no one has to go through, Maria Beals Basinger told the Daily Mail. Just two hours into its eight-hour trek to Barcelona, the flight was diverted back to Atlanta. Here's what a fellow passenger had to say. I hope that poor woman just that had this experience recovers. It was dribbled down the aisle. It smelled horrible. It was pretty bad. The vanilla-scented disinfect yeah. disinfectant used on it only made it smell like vanilla shit. That might be the worst part for That's me. That's the worst part, the disinfectant, because yeah. I know. There's the only thing worse than shit is a, is a fruity scent trying to cover up the shit. Here's what more people had to say. The flight was met by emergency vehicles and EMTs carrying the sick passenger off the plane. After the plane landed, it was thoroughly clean. They didn't leave around 2.30 a.m. The pilots made the right decision to turn around. Considering the circumstances, the ground crew did a great job, along with the attendants and pilots. There's so much to unpack from this entire ordeal, but I have to say, you know who's coming out on the other end? Delta, because everybody is like really yeah. pleased with how yeah. they handled the situation and like customer service afterwards. I'm sure everybody got vouchers and right. refunds and all that stuff. So, you know, you would think this would be a nightmare PR moment for Delta, but they're kind of coming out clean. You love Delta too, right? Love. Yeah. They're, they're becoming my favorite airline. This helped a lot. I actually I, have been having, don't tell anyone, like a United moment. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, because one of my things is like, I'm always going to find the best, like most, this is because something I learned from being friends with the points guy. The points guy, yeah. You know, you're taking a flight from New York to LA. Yeah. You could take any airline. There's so many great ones. JetBlue, Delta, United. But if you're like, if you do research on the type of plane you're getting from different airlines, like you can find yourself on like the newest plane with the best Wi-Fi, that's free, and new seats. Like, you know, sometimes you get on a plane, you're like, damn, this is an old plane. Yeah. It's because you yeah. didn't do your research. What do you, how do you know if it's a newer plane? Do they... So it, they, all the planes have like... The Carfax? Yeah, like they have um, like Boeing, they have names. Yeah. So you'll Google the name and you go to like a website like Seat Guru and they'll tell you about the plane. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot more work. But it's worth it. Wow, you're putting in the, the man hours. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, flights are fucking That's, expensive. Yeah, like yeah. even a slow, like a short ass flight to Florida these days is like 600 bucks. Yeah. So if I'm spending it, like I want the best of the best. I want the newest plane with the fastest Wi-Fi and I want TVs. You know, they've been doing that sometimes. You don't get a TV on a three hour flight. You're nuts. That is, that should be a lawsuit. Actually, I don't know. I don't know when like boredom, like attention span became means for a lawsuit, but yeah. I think I would. I would definitely. I litigate. would explode. 
I'd be feeling litigious. I would have biohazardous diarrhea if I didn't have a, a uh, screen on a plane. Maybe that's what happened here. Um, I think it's really interesting. This story is, is interesting. I mean, that I'm, I'm storing that. I fly for free a lot because my dad was a pilot. So <gasps> no stand way. by. Wait, tell me all about that. So I heard that like when you're related to like a pilot or, or something like that, you just pay the taxes and fees. Yeah. So what does that usually cost for like an LA to New York flight? 40 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Can you get first class? Uh, if you get upgraded, yeah. There, I mean, are if there's open seats. Are you high on a list because you're like friends and family? He's, he's retired now, so I'm, I am moved way down. But for mm -hmm. a long time, like in college, it was fun because I could just like Visit. on the weekends, like go see a friend at a different college or something. And is there a limit on how many per no, year? No, And what and airline I'm, I'm was gonna your dad a pilot for? He was, do what? What airline? Oh, United. So does that only apply to United? He gets a discount on like wow. other airlines as well. I mean, it's the that's the best perks that I can imagine out of like any job. Duh. That's like accessible to And some. pilot is like such a prestigious job. Like people have such respect for pilots. I like, it was so funny anytime I saw him in the airport, people would like shake his hand and I'm yeah. like, he's not like in, the military. in a war, right. you know? Like, <laughs> was he in the military? Yeah, he was. And that's how he got into uh, flying. Yeah, he was in the, yeah, he flew planes. Wow, that's so fascinating. It is. It is cool. So were you there for like, because I've been on planes before where it's like a retiring pilot's last flight and they do like that water thing with like the hoses. Was there a moment like that? And were you there? He, um, there was something going on with, so he was at Continental and they merged into United. Wow. Way back Throwback in the day. to Throwback. Continental. They kept the logo, which I like. And yeah. And they put United on. They should have changed. They kept, should have kept Continental. Agreed. That's like it's so such a great elite. airline name. Yeah. Um, but he, they had... United was trying to save money, so they laid off like a bunch of pilots, gave some pilots the opportunity to retire early. Got it. And so he did that. So he everything. actually didn't have like a, a final off? flight, which is kind of nice. Because it's so sad. It's kind of like Irish exit yeah. vibes. Dude, yeah. I don't think I would want to be on. It would be sad, but it'd also be like kind of awkward. Yeah. Okay. So I will say like I have been on a flight where it's a retiring pilot's last flight and his like wife and kids come and yeah. it's like very sweet but he always gets like choked up and it's so sad like you know just kind of being sended off into retirement yeah and there's an element of you know of sadness to it so i agree and definitely an element of awkwardness because it's like it is like it's I'm, i was excited to be a part of it but at the same time like i'm traveling i'd like to get off this plane can we hustle can we move along yeah, I don't and know, I don't know this. I man. don't know. I don't know you. Congrats. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I actually got seated at the hibachi table with someone whose birthday it is. Like, I, right. do I sing happy birthday? What does this have to do with me? I would kind of like the onion. So let me ask volcano. you another question. So he is retired, but He's you still retired. get the perks? Yeah, a little bit. It's like I said, it's like way, way less prioritized now. Mm -hmm. But like just now on the way here, he's like, what flight do you want to leave on tomorrow? Which is nice. And a lot of times from New York to LA, for some reason, like it's wide open. Yeah, because there's so many airlines and so many, it's like a very popular route. So I could get a row. Wow. Which sometimes you want the row over the, the nicer seat that reclines. Yeah, it's true. A, a three seat row to yourself is kind of extremely luxurious. Yes, it is. And that's what you have on the way here? Um, no, I had uh, middle seat in the very back oh. because a family with a toddler was in my seat and I go, that's my seat. And they go, oh, they said there was no one in this seat because like I get on last if there's an open oh. seat. And I was like, oh, no, there is now because I'm standing here. And that's it. Uh, so the toddler, you were in between the toddler and the parents? I was on the aisle. Oh, so okay. I was like excited to pee nine times on my flight. Yeah. And, uh, and have explosive diarrhea. The flight attendant walks up and says, yeah. Flight attendant comes up and says, there's actually a seat open in the very back middle next to those two giant men. And I go, Why if, would she and, and she, goes, she goes, if you don't want to separate the family, of course. <gasps> Oh, you bitch. By the way, I just want to say that's so crazy. <clears throat> Had you been a paying customer, right. 
you have every right to say no. I would not like, have. Like, it's really not your problem. I would not have. Yeah, but, you know, you're kind of a grifter. Ugh. So so you took the seat. I took the seat in the back. I took the seat That's in the back. That's, like, crazy. Yeah, it was almost U.S. Open level hot back there yeah. next to the two men. And the bathroom. Uh, in the bathroom, yeah, which... That sucked as well. Yeah. But that fell second to me being hot. But at least you kept hot. the family together. I did. I'm a hero. Yeah, no, that, that kind of karma will come back. Like, you will get upgraded to first class, like, when you least expect it in the coming months. I really believe that. Yeah. I'm putting that knockwood. I, I have to, to I have to ask, did you shift conversation because of the poop? I did shift. Well, I shifted conversation because, honestly, like, I don't want to talk about this Delta flight. But I really was and, and am fascinated by people who are related to pilots. Yeah. I, really, I think yeah. it's so interesting. It so, like, what was your dad's schedule, you know, like, when you were growing up? Yeah, he, I mean, he, like, missed Christmas a lot and, like, stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah. So, like, we ended up not being, like, a serious, like, birthday family. Because you know? of that. Because we're so unpredictable. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's been, na- and then, like, towards the end of my, like, living with my parents, he would work, like, six days a month. Wow. Oh, that's nice. Because he did international only. Right. So, he did, like, London, Paris, Tokyo. And was it ever, a th- like, a thought that maybe you wanted to be a pilot like your dad? My little sister's a pilot now. No way. Yeah, and she's flying. I don't think I can. She's flying some big names to like fest music festivals. Is she flying private? Yeah, she's flying private wow. planes. Is she like a, a full captain, co captain? I How old don't is she? know. She's 24. Wow. She's young. I've been in a plane with her before, and, and she's going Delta 9 or 9 or. Right. I, I'm like, I don't. Are you being serious? Are you right. like messing with me? I actually was in a. I probably shouldn't say that. I don't know the aviation rules. Yeah, but she was yeah, like, don't. Yeah. yeah. That's um, cool. Nothing illegal. Nothing illegal. She just. That's so cute that she like followed in your dad's foot. Do you very, think your dad likes her better? I think in many ways, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there's many ways that they would like me better. I could see them liking her better. Yeah, she's just got like got it going on. I'm. I think it's really awesome that she's doing that because I ha- now have another immediate family member that can. Right. That's, that's Hook working it up for you. If she goes commercial again. That's fabulous. Um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I love I that. Love well, I have to say, you really blew it out of the water. You did. Actually. Great, you did a great job for Actually, real. wow. Funny, smart, great anecdotes. Honestly, I'd invite you back. You would? I would. Okay. Well, That's if you've enjoyed what you've heard here great. today, you have your own podcast. It's called Brooke and Connor Make a Podcast. You drop episodes weekly. Weekly, yep. Anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow the fibs on TikTok, Please. on Instagram. It's at fibula, F-I-B-U-L-A. That's the one. Thank you for being here for Thank real. you for having me. Enjoy the rest of your time in New York. Thank you. And thank you guys so much for listening to the Justin Monday Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere. Podcasts can be found on so Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I, Radio, Castbox, all the places where you listen podcasts. Find us at Tulsa Living Five Star Review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Chills. Hope you guys have an amazing day. Our last episode of the week is tomorrow. And the great Ben Soffer celebrity will be joining us in studio as my co-host. So you're not going to want to miss it. Love ya. Bye. See ya.